You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, have I got your attention now? Breathe, for lack of a better word, is good. You know what I mean? Money to be made in a place like this. Money never sleeps, pal. You're crazy. Don't run when you lose. Don't whine when it hurts. You know what it takes to sell real estate? It takes brass, 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 brass. I'm falling, and I can't get up! Alright, welcome to Money Never Sleeps, the show where we talk about anything and everything that impacts the flow of money from around the corner to around the world. Uh, it's been, last week was a busy week, this week is no different. Uh, a lot of things transpired over the weekend. Uh, the passing of an icon, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, she's impacted, uh, made an impact during her life uh, on not only the United States, but I, I would say the world over um a champion for equal rights and uh and a lot of other uh, uh things that she focused on so um yeah that's a great loss uh now also another big thing that transpired was uh tiktok tiktok was supposed to close well it was going on the brink of, of shutting down but i i said it uh, on Friday, that uh, it doesn't make sense to shut it down. It's a, a, valu- a valuable asset for a company that knows what to do with it. And uh, shutting it down, I get it with the security issues, but you have to utilize it uh, for the best um, outcome for everyone. Because you know you just can't shut something down where you have millions and hundreds of millions of people utilizing it. Um, there has to be something that can be done, and you know, you know, the President Trump, he's about wheeling and dealing and making something happen, and this forced hands, and and you got to deal. Okay, one thing that I did say was it was really, really smart of Walmart to jump into the equation. It makes sense. It makes sense. Uh, Walmart, uh, when uh, Amazon was building up, Walmart didn't jump to the into the e-commerce game quick enough uh, if they would have they would have been very competitive now they didn't they're in it now uh, and now with this uh, TikTok deal where they're going they're in bed with Oracle right now uh, Oracle is going to run everything Ellison is going to do his thing um, and Walmart is going to have a platform to market to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds probably it'll reach a billion people period the end okay and granted a lot of uh, people that use tiktok you know they're kids but that's going to change it's going to evolve like anything else like facebook evolved from just being uh for college students to, to being for the world uh you know twitter evolved and everything evolves you know, Snapchat evolved from being for for, uh, for strippers and stuff, and now it evolved to where, where it's at. You know, the bottom line is, thing. You know, technology. There's an evolution process, and this is no different. Uh, TikTok will evolve into what it needs to evolve to, and now with the um, with the insertion of Oracle and Walmart, it's going to be interesting. The only thing that that concerns me is the um, the innovation uh, I hope that they bring on some really young smart people to help them run this uh, so that they don't drop the ball in a year and then this this winds up sliding into oblivion 
because they didn't do it right. They, you have you have a tool in in your hands to make this work the way it needs to work, and hopefully they uh, they step up to do that. Um, one other thing that tran that's transpired, which I I found was very interesting, was Trevor Milton, uh, Nicol Nicola's uh, founder. Uh, for a long time, marketing campaign upon marketing campaign, uh, promoting this and pushing that. Nicholas, the future is the future of this, of that, and the other thing. Meanwhile, you know, kind of, you know, uh, putting pressure on Tesla, and um, you know, basically, I mean, not really putting pressure on Tesla, but giving it, giving a Tesla, giving Tesla a real, true competitor. You know, uh, Nikola made a deal with GM for electric cars, so this is it's still for electric trucks, sorry, and it's still going to be um, interesting. GM is not walking away from the deal. You know, but but Trevor Milton, uh, under pressure voluntarily stepped down as the uh this the uh the executive chairman ceo uh he, he he stepped down and this was all after uh short sellers started laying out fraud allegations um I think it's unfortunate, you know, if if you have a short seller, and look, they've done it to Tesla. They've done the short sellers are notorious for doing stuff like that because they want your company to trip and fall so they they can go and and make a profit. It's all about the, a profit, okay. But if your company is is not committing any fraud, if your if your company is not doing any of this stuff, that you're that. Um, that uh, they're accusing uh, you, you know you and your company of doing then why step down step up show show what a fighter is about okay show what you can do and how you're gonna do it don't step down and walk away and leave everything just to, to, to flutter you know that that's ridiculous that actually annoys me you know when you have uh, CEOs or leaders they're leaders of their company and you know this uh, Trevor Milton how he walked away uh, just shows to me that either one, the allegations are true, or two, you're not strong enough to run a company like this. So put somebody strong in that position to run the company. If you can't, if you if you're gonna step away when the pressure comes up, you know, <laughs> you know, comes upon you, you know, what does that say about your leadership skills? Okay, so you know, just in my opinion, you know, Trevor Millen uh, stepping down uh, based on this. Uh, it should bring up a lot of questions, and it's going to be interesting. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens there. You know, they they were supposed to be innovative in the electric truck market. That's why GM made the deal with them. They they had everything. He had everything in his hands. Okay, and now who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? You know, uh, but he was really hyped up about it, and now he's. He ousted, self-ousted, and that's it. Okay. Um, now I talked about Walmart. I want to, you know, uh, kind of shift to Amazon. Uh, Amazon. Look, the company is innovative since the beginning of Amazon time. Um, they've always reinvested their revenue, their their earnings, into growth. Uh, you know, Bezos never afraid to try something new, try something different. You know, you'll fail a few times, but just like Thomas Edison, you know, he failed 
you know, a thousand times. But if you didn't do that thousand and one experiment, we wouldn't have a light bulb. We wouldn't have electricity. We wouldn't have anything. We wouldn't have the internet. We wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing this show. You wouldn't uh, be watching Netflix. That's for sure. So all this stuff, you know, is um, when when you when you're when you're going and you're building a company, reinvesting in your company is the best thing to do for the company for the shareholders. No question about it. And he's done that famously, you know. But the company's evolving, you know. Uh, Amazon, they just went on a buying spree for big planes, jets, used ones, not brand new, used ones. So they're taking those jets that other airlines are kind of shelving because they're going on to new Boeing or Airbus uh, you know, planes. They're, take, they're buying these planes. They're buying these used planes. They're looking to, to build a fleet okay they, they they have bigger plans than what we're seeing as well you know they just announced that they're opening up a thousand delivery hubs throughout the united states you're talking about a thousand facilities not thousand square foot facilities a thousand facilities they're 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 going to uh be um they're going to have office space and other space in New York. They're going to create a few thousand jobs there. With these thousand delivery hubs, you know, I, I would say they're going to create at least 10,000, 15,000 jobs, and that's going to be very interesting. Okay, and on top of that, you know, Amazon, they're, they're looking at the... Um, you know that their their fleet their their ground fleet you know so they're adding to it and they're looking to take all those trucks they have those those vans those courier vans the, the big trucks and turn them into electric vehicles within the next decade i believe and that's going to be inter interesting they'll reduce their carbon footprint everything else is good for the environment blah 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 uh the bottom line is it's going to increase their margins and that's a good thing. They'll make the investment initially, but it'll eventually increase their margins. And it's going to create opportunity for for a lot of people. A lot of people that are looking for that opportunity. Uh, so, yeah, that that's going to be really interesting. And, and something that I, I found intriguing was the United States Postal, Postal Service. Last year, they made approximately $1.6 billion dollars off of Amazon deliveries, okay? Uh, the U, the United States Post Office is probably the worst-run outfit out there. Okay, um, it's ridiculous. You have, you have, you have, you know, post office workers that work hard. They're delivering, and and, and some of these these delivery trucks, they don't even have air conditioning, and they have little fans. So in hot places, uh, it's it can be torturous for them. Uh, but they uh, they have they they have uh they have all the components to go and do things right but management how it's run it's it's ridiculous and and I wouldn't be shocked if we see Amazon make a bid for the post office at some point you know cuz I was I was always a big advocate of privatizing the post office so that it can be run efficiently right now it's not run efficiently you have people at the helm that don't do what's right the post offer postmaster general and, and all that stuff you know you, you need to run this like a company same way you know you run a fedex or ups you have to run it like a company and make it profitable and not let not let it weigh on uh on um 
on, on citizens of the United States. You know, don't let it weigh on taxpayers when, when there's a shortfall. You know, let it be something um, that can add value to the, uh, the economy, not take away from it. Okay, so I, I think that we're going to see uh, maybe, maybe. But it, it would it would be interesting if Amazon attempted to do something like that and it was approved. Uh, I don't think it would be approved during this administration. And if Biden should win, it you know maybe something will happen there. Maybe if Trump wins, maybe something may not happen. I I, I can't say. Um, but I, I it's 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 always good to. To, to, to dream about the possibilities and that's important uh, for me anyway to dream about what could be because what could be could you know could could come to pass and that would be good for the post the postal workers because they'll you know they'll have a more efficient company and probably get um, uh, get some profit sharing plans together and so on and so forth okay um, what else uh, Artificial intelligence. Uh, I've been speaking about this on Money Never Sleeps. I've been speaking about this on a number of shows. And artificial intelligence, you know, it's the future of everything. We're, we have 5G that's rolling out. Um, when that rolls out on a broader scale, you know, you have it out now. But when it rolls out on a broader scale, you're going to have very smart people creating very amazing very much so amazing things and when these things are, are created it's going to change how we how we function uh, from the smart cities to smart homes smart buildings smart cars you know even our smartphones you know things are going to change the connectivity um, prospects are ridiculous uh, when you have communities uh, smart cities that are connected it's going to uh, allow for for someone not to have cable in their home actually if you have the connectivity okay because you'll always be connected and you know 5g that's like taking the difference between 5g and 4g is taking a two-lane road and turning turning it into a 10-lane highway you know so the data is going to be flying that is going to be flying so i think that cable company is going to have to adjust and they, they they're they're probably you know um, right and they they probably have been uh, trying to uh, corner spectrum so that they can they can go and be in this battle because uh, it will be a battle uh, cell companies you know like uh, T-Mobile uh, AT&T uh, they they're going to they it's going to be interesting because I wouldn't be shocked. If T-Mobile at some point starts entering into the in-home uh, internet connectivity uh, space, uh, like AT&T does it, uh, so T-Mobile probably not a far cry if they choose to go down that road. You know they were they they um, they took over uh, Sprint or they merged with Sprint, so or they you know gobbled them up, and now that deal is done. So now they can focus on bigger prospects. You know they've changed the game. Uh, when cell phones were, you know, by the minute, or you, know, you had uh, overage and you had data limits and all this stuff, they changed that game. That's why we have no data limits now. That's why, you know, there's no overages on all that stuff. There's no roaming charges. All that other nonsense. You know, um, you know, uh, Ledger he changed all that, which we're all better off for it. 
and uh, so you know we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, I've been speaking about um, the manufacturing arena as well, uh, how robotics are going to play a big part in that. Uh, there, there's the misconception that robotics will eliminate jobs. Uh, robotics will eliminate menial jobs. Okay, menial repetitive jobs. It's they, it will not eliminate um, skilled labor. Uh, there's always going to be a need for that, and I think that this is going to be something really good uh, for people to gain those skills. You know, when you're when you start incorporating, you know, augmented reality into training, and they're doing that in manufacturing, they're doing that in medical, in the medical arena, they're doing it in different areas where you're able to go and train people utilizing augmented reality. Basically, they're learning at a faster pace. They're doing it at their own pace. They're not. It is cost effective. So they're not, you know, dealing with the crazy cost of having to do that, and you know really in real time that you have to learn these machines and if you do something wrong it'll cause you know a hundred thousand dollars worth of damage they'll do it you know you utilizing augmented reality until they get it right and when they get it right you're going to have a more efficient worker uh, manufacturers will have more efficient workers skilled labor skilled workers and they will have the ability to basically um, advance and they'll make themselves more marketable so they can work from one company or work for another company. And that's good. You know, that's good because you don't want to, you know, be trapped in a company because you have you don't have the skill set to go anywhere else. Uh, so I think a lot of positives will come out of that. I believe, you know, embracing robotics is, um, is, is a good thing. You know, so, uh, but I, I know that, a lot of uh, platforms are, will be coming out. And you, again, you have some smart people that are developing this, and uh, so I, I, I see that as being um, an interesting turning point as we go into 2021. So, um, yeah, and, and one thing I said on the last episode that uh, I'm going to be looking to bring on guests again. You know, to give their input, I think it's important. You know that you have other, other um, here, other sides of the coin, or other other parts of the same coin. Just getting different input from different people uh, in different areas. Um, you know, and I, that that can be of value to you as as listeners of the show. Uh, so we're gonna look to do that uh, soon, and uh, and also. And for for those that are listening to this on Apple or Google or or uh, TuneIn or on uh, Stitcher, you know you can also listen to it on Spotify. You know, Money Never Sleeps is on a number of platforms, and you can utilize you know uh, one of them to to uh, touch on the show. Uh, we the shows are going to get better and better. That much I will tell you. Uh, we're looking to do and bring on and, and and change the format just a little bit to make it more entertaining, uh, but also very informative. Okay, so, uh, but anyway, so that's about it for this Monday. I uh, hope you guys uh, are out there and, you know, you're going to have a good trading day. Uh, the one thing I will say that when you're looking at situations, you know, just educate yourself, be informed, don't 
don't just uh, believe the hype and just make a run for it uh, you see how things can change uh, day to day week to week you know but being informed allows you to protect your your downside a lot more so you want to try to do that okay on that note um, I want to thank you for tuning in and I'll be back with you uh, with another episode of Money Never Sleeps. I'm going to talk about other topics outside of technology uh, next time uh, and uh, maybe you know touch on some really specific companies that you should be looking at. All right. Anyway, thank you for tuning in and you guys have a fantastic day. Initiating shutdown sequence. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. What is your major malfunction? So let it be written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you. All opinions expressed by Louis Velasquez on the Money Never Sleeps radio show and its website are solely his opinions and do not reflect the opinions of the UCW radio show or their parent company or affiliates and may have been previously disseminated by him on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by him as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. His opinions are based upon information he considers to be reliable, but neither the UCW radio show nor its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. The UCW radio show, Louis Velasquez, its affiliates, parent companies, and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided on the radio show or on the website. His statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. No part of his compensation from the UCW radio show is related to the specific opinions he expresses. Please read the full disclaimer on MoneyNeverSleepsRadio.com.